Your Breath with 90.3 WMC Upper Montclair. And this is Fan Affair live and in stereo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> live and in stereo. And that's right. It's, it's me, Hannah Baker. It's not Hannah Baker. <laughs> no, we're talking about 13 Reasons Why, though. I mean, what an amazing guest host, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's me. It's Hannah. Hannah, Hannah Baker, Baker, live and in stereo. When it's not live because she pre-recorded all those And tapes. also it might not be in stereo because someone might be listening to it in their headphones. Oh, or like... in their car. That's <laughs> <laughs> stereo. Um, so before we start this episode of Fan Affair. Trigger warning, content warning. Yeah, what's Sam and Midge? Hi! And uh, Sean and Joe are here too. But Joe's not going to really talk. Joe's not going to talk because she'll, she'll give her occasional uh, two cents like she normally does. Um, so trigger warnings... For suicide. Suicide, depression, sexual assault, um, stalking. Yeah. Uh, uh, can we put bullying on there? Uh, For bu- sure. Bullying. We'll just say general death. Harassment. General death. General death. Uh, I think that's... I think that's it. That's about Basically it. any trigger warning you could think of. It's except anything, eating disorders, I think. Yeah, if anything, pause right here as you listen to us on the podcast and go look up the trigger warnings for 13 Reasons Why. And then, and then come back. And then if, if you feel comfortable, then I'll you come back. back. Yeah. So anyway, me, Sean, and Midge have just finished the first season and then and... the very, very last episode of 13 Reasons <laughs> Why because I truly believe that Sean is the only person on this God-given earth who's fully watched 13 Reasons Why. Listen, every time the season one come out, I get my popcorn. I get... <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I watched season one. I was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for season two. And then I never watched it. And I watched half of the first episode of season one. Well, <laughs> now, now Midge has watched the entire first season. It, it pains me to say that first season was the best. <laughs> but, Dude, showing me like the last 10 minutes of the second to last episode and then the series finale. Which we didn't even watch full through. And I'm like, what happened to the original plot of oh, the, the show? Oh, spoilers, obviously. Oh, oh yeah, yeah Me- mega spoilers for like almost the entirety, like the entire. Oh, also trigger warning for school shootings. Oh yeah, yes. and guns. <laughs> uh, we're not really gonna get there, but it might be just mentioned. In the past I mean, it just mentioned, oh, but we also have to talk about that the last episode. Uh, oh yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, so. So where do we start? <laughs> where do we start? So okay. Um, I... Also, just to say, I read the book, and Joe's here, and Joe read the book, but she didn't watch the show. And I thought the book. I read the book back in like 2015, mm. and I thought the book was good. The book stays very true to the TV show. The TV show is garbage. <laughs> well, just rather the TV show stays very close to the book. The TV um, I guess. I guess like I forgot how we kind of like got on the topic of like when we actually started like we, we hate watched it. Let's not. Because let's you, not you guys out. hate watched Scream the yes. TV uh, show. Yes. And that's... then I go, oh my god, we should watch Thirteen Reasons. I Why. said, did you watch all four seasons? They were like, no. I'm like, oh, I'll show you all four seasons. And then I really thought about it. I'm like, I don't think one we're gonna have the time nor the interest to do it. So I'm just gonna show you the first season and the very last episode because they're <laughs> completely different shows. Because uh, I was like, because yeah. I'm like, I remember watching the first season mm-hmm. and I'm like I'll, I'll definitely hate watch re, like hate watch the first season Midge has never seen the full first season nope. so it's gonna be a doozy it and, was <laughs> and then Sean seen the whole show and then we watched the final uh, we watched the first 10 minutes and the first the last 10 minutes of the series finale I feel like it wasn't even 10 I feel like it was like it was like 20 minutes like the first 20 minutes and like the last like 10 minutes we yeah. got up to like the important plot point in the season finale in the series finale and then we went to the next most important plot yeah, point but we will get there we so get anyway there. Um, I think where we should start should we start with the person who is the worst that is not on the tape Hannah 
No. Tony? I'm talking about t- Mr. Tony. Tony! <laughs> let's talk about Tony. And why I think he is the one of the worst characters, not to Hannah, but, but in general. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to profess this with saying, Hannah's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's not- Hannah's legit, like, she. I think she, like, mm. might have BPD. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because the way she just flips her emotions, like... Hannah's genuinely insane. Mm-hmm. Like, no normal per Like, the- we'll talk about the first episode when the person's tape comes up. Oh, yeah. Uh, some, of the- some of those wires are crossed over. Like Yeah, she's Hannah's not all there, and it's not because of depression. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Tony and how Tony is supposed to be the best friend character. Yes, mm-hmm. even though Clay's best friend character is dead. And it's not Hannah. <laughs> but to- so to- but Tony yeah. is established from the beginning of the show to be Clay's the the best friend character to Clay. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Tony is the most awful best friend character. Oh, yeah. He is a apologist for all of of Hannah's horrible actions. He makes Clay feel like bad about himself. He basically told Clay that he is the he is the worst reason out of everyone. Essentially, when there are people who did sexual assault, there are people who did bullying, people who did stalking. Well, Clay is essentially just like didn't tell Hannah one or two things. Yeah, like Clay's probably one of the most respectful people on the tapes. Yeah. And yet Tony's like making us like you're such a bad person, Clay. You like we all killed Hannah Baker. Like like he's just such an apologist. Like he doesn't put like not to say that every fault is on Hannah. But, like, there was a lot of things she could have done to, like, mm-hmm. prevent the things. And, yeah. I, and I think we t- talked about it in the last episode, but, like, at the end of the day, Hannah killed Hannah. Yeah. Like, Clay it, didn't kill Hannah. Sharon didn't kill Hannah. Jessica didn't kill Hannah. Hannah, at the end of the day, killed Hannah Baker. Yeah, like, it re- like Tony really tries to be, like, oh, like, like you know, we were the one who, like, killed her. Like, no, that was her own. At the end of the day, that was her own choice. Yeah. And... It was just uh, Tony's just such a bad character, and like, like he, it's established that he's Hannah's friend, but he's like never seen with Hannah up until like the very end of the show. He had one class with her and gave her a tape recorder, and he jumped and he jump started her car, and he jump started her car. Those that three was, interactions made reason, them besties. For some reason, she then trusts him with her yes show. Mm-hmm. Anybody who jump starts my car is a friend of mine. That's all I gotta say. But like right. enough, but like enough that you're gonna tr- like. Listen, I'm going to say this right now. Uh-huh. I'm going to say what I said when we first started the show. If I were to pull a Hannah Baker, uh-huh. I'm not trusting anyone in the room with these yeah. tapes, with my tapes. Because two of you are going to narc me out. One of you is going to go on a murder spree. I'm trusting Joe's brother, Jerry, because Jerry's a real one. I don't <laughs> narc you out. I just tell someone. <laughs> narc. I'd narc. <laughs> you guys are narcs. You wouldn't let me have fun. Narcs. What? You're dead already. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to let my story be told to the people. See, I give the I'll ta- let my story be told to a close friend of mine. <laughs> I give the tapes to Jerry. I go, Jerry, these tapes need to get to people. He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, I can, um, I, I'm at peace with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, it's just like Tony's rarely seen interacting with Hannah, but yet, like, Tony's like so close to the Bakers, and like he mm. was there, like he was there, like yeah. when they bought her out in a body bag, yeah. and like why was he there? I w- honestly, I would trust Jess more with the tapes than Tony because Jess is pretty much in every single episode. Yeah, like Tony's ba- like Tony is really only there to be a plot navigator yeah, for Clay. Yeah, exposition, exposition point. Yeah. Exposition. Um, do we go into the tapes now? Yeah, let's go on. Um, do we want to do it in chronological order or like let's worst go, to best? I want to go from worst. Or best to worst, I should say. From 
So, oh, sorry, who we think is the best, uh, the least deserving or most deserving? I think least deserving. Because okay. I think they'll just, like, just build say, up. like, yeah, build up. Okay. Okay, we're going to go from the people who are the least deserving to the most deserving of being on these tapes. Tape number number one. one. Well, for it's tape number two. Two, which is Jess, which is Hannah's best friend because they both were new to the school at the same time. Yep. The only reason Hannah stopped being friends with her because she, Jess got a boyfriend. And that, no, the reason she made a tape. Oh, yeah. The reason she made a tape is she just got a boyfriend. Gay boyfriend. G- yeah. Alex, so, who is clearly gay, but apparently is not revealed to be gay until the fourth season. Literally, that, that second to last episode is when he comes out. Are you g- insane? Wait, you well, he is it. clearly gay in the first episode. I, I know. I know. <laughs> but, like, honestly, Jess, like, did nothing wrong to Hannah. Hannah's the one who cut her out first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, she slaps her in Monet's for some reason. I don't remember. Uh, I think it had to do something with the list and that... Probably. Like, uh, she called her some derogatory name that Probably. I can't say. Yeah. Uh, with does it start with an S? <laughs> begins yes. with an S. Um, and Hannah slapped Jess. But, like, in the end, it was really Hannah's fault because Hannah's the one who cut Jess out first. Yeah. And like, she was just being really passive-aggressive about Jess dating Alex because they were all friends. Yeah. Yeah. She's the type of friend who cannot, whose friends cannot date. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I, know. I, I was staring I know. at Mitch really hard. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, like, J- Jess didn't do anything. And Jess actually turns out to be one of the biggest victims of the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which we'll get to, like, the very last. Well, mm-hmm. not very last, last, but we'll get it towards, uh, the, towards end. the end. Yeah. Uh, so there's not much to say about Jess except that, like, dude, why was she here? And we all collectively felt bad for Jess at the last episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jess felt really bad. And also, Jess, like, becomes an alcoholic due to trauma. Oh, yeah. And she's, like, 17. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, heavily, like, she's drinking at school, like, to deal with the trauma. And vodka balls under her bed. Like, it, like this show got dark at points. Like, <laughs> Jess, like, went through some of the worst things. Oh, yeah. Out of all the main characters. So next I'm going to say is Sherry. Yes, and Sherry's Sherry, which this... is tape 10. Yeah, tape she 10. right before class. Yeah. Uh, Sherry just hit... Sherry just hit the stop sign and didn't tell someone until later. So what happens is there's this party at Jess's house, which we will get back to later because it is part of the worst there's tape. So there's many like four th- different tapes within this party. So many things happened at that party. Yeah, a lot of things happened at that party. So uh, so Hannah's like drunk and she can't get herself home. So Sherry's like not as drunk and she's like, oh, I'll drive you home. No, Sherry, Sherry didn't drink. Sherry didn't, she, yeah, she didn't drive. She wasn't drunk. She did the cartwheel, and then she was like, I'm good to drive. Yeah, and she was. Yeah, and so but Sherry Hannah, goes, I'll drive. But Hannah needed a charger, and so Sherry was distracted trying to find that charger for her, so she runs into a stop sign, which was wooden for some reason. Yeah, it, this was not a, a stop this sign. This is like an Amish town. Like, <laughs> this is like a town. I'm pretty sure it was Cali, because I think in the last episode, they're like, oh, we're going to Arizona. That's a good three hours away. And like, Arizona is very close to California. Clay's going to Brown. Yeah. Like, it, there was no reason that the stop sign should have been made. Like, the pole was made of wood. That's literally yeah. the only reason why it was made of wood for this plot point. And uh, Sherry, I guess, had a very control, not controlling, I guess, strict dad. And she's like, no, I have to get home now. I'll call the police after. And she just, like, fights with, a, fights with Hannah in the street saying, like, no, you have to call someone right now. She's like, well, you can find your own way home then. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, so don't even blame Sherry. So Sherry leaves Hannah there on the sidewalk. So Hannah... Um, she goes, goes to like off, a convenience store. Yeah, the convenience store that she goes back to again and again to borrow the guy's phone. And so when she finds out that, oh, someone already called it in, 
She goes back and she finds a car accident where Clay's Clay called it in. Yeah, Clay probably called it in, or someone else did. Um, no, yeah, Clay was found found it. So, so Clay's best friend Jeff, it died in this car accident, and this other old man got injured in it. Mm -hmm. And we find out that um, why this old man is so relevant is because Sherry decides to after like I think a a couple of months after. She goes and, like, helps them. She mm -hmm. goes and helps because the old man is... Um, like physical therapy. Yeah. And so she's, like... It's... Like, so Sherry is, like, making she's up She's trying to her do mistake. her best. And that she she ultimately calls herself into. Yeah. Yeah, like... But... Yeah, it sucks that, like, Jeff died, but, like... I, honestly, Anna! That's not your... Enough to put someone on a tape for? I don't think so. That's not your prerogative, Hannah. Like, and she like, just kept get guilt tripping also, grad school. Can too. we yeah. can we talk about how when Hannah went up to Clay, and, and like in tears because of Jeff died, and then uh, Clay goes, "Why does everything literally have to be about you?" And I was like, "And he's right. He's Let's stand Clay for once." <laughs> like, there's like a handful of times where we stand Clay. Every other time, he's just like. He's just, just a whiny, whiny white boy. Yeah, but like he was like Hannah. Why does literally everything have to be about you? Because Sam? that's his best friend. Yeah, it was like literally Clay's best friend who's dead. Right. And um, like, and they kept saying that he was drunk because he he went to go buy more alcohol for the party. Yeah. And when he got to the car accident, all the bottles broke. Yeah. So they thought he was drunk driving. Yes, yeah, so all the bottles like went everywhere, and so they thought, yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh wow, this kid was like he was drunk driving, and that's they why didn't he didn't like test his blood for alcohol. Apparently not. They just assumed like they didn't do like an autopsy, and they just. Assumed he was drunk and then. And so, there's like, there's quite a few things wrong with how things are done in we, this. We find out that later on, series. Clay goes and talks to Jeff's parents about it, but I don't think he tells them that Sherry did mm -hmm. it. Yeah, he he just tells them that the stop sign was down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Jeff didn't drunk drive. So I guess that's all. That, yeah. Pretty once pretty again, Sherry. Sherry did, did next nothing to nothing. Wrong. Yeah. Like, did she? What did you, what she do was great. Not exactly, no. but I don't think it's tape. Enough worthy. for a tape. I don't think so. No. Next is Clay. Clay, which is. Tape 11. Our main character. My, our main character, narrator, whatever you want to call it. And him. mind you, that My we boy. just said that Tony really hypes up how bad Clay's tape is. So. So uh, Clay finally gets his tape and he's so anxious. He's like, oh my god, I, I'm the one who killed him. Like, literally, this man is like, by the, by the end of the tape, he threatens to I guess himself. just like a quick rundown is that. Hannah and Clay worked together in this movie theater. The Crestmont. Crest yeah, Crestmont. And Clay had like a little bit of a crush on Hannah, but and didn't quite know how to like say it. So at this party, Jeff says like, "Oh, like Han Hannah's here. Like you have to talk to her." And he's like, "No, no, I'm just gonna go home. I'm just gonna go home." And you're like, "Clay, just talk to her. Like, what's the worst that can happen?" So like one thing leads to the other. They go to the bedroom. You know. They're drunk. Uh, they're drunk. Adult things almost happen. Hannah has some stuff that she has to deal with and, like, isn't, like, feeling yeah, well, it. Yeah, so I, I'll, we could say it is that they, they were about to have sex. Okay. I and don't know if that was a no, word. No, we could, like, as long yeah. as we're not, like, not, like we're, we're not, not talking about a raunchy it. way. Yeah. yeah. They're about to have sex, and then Hannah starts freaking out because uh, she's been literally sexually harassed at school for, like, the past year. Yeah. And she basically and says... saw assault, like, five minutes before. Yeah. No, no, she sees oh, assault Oh, she sees it later. After. My bad. Yeah. yeah, so, but she, she's been sexually harassed, and so she thinks that Clay just kind of wants to use her. Yeah. And so she goes, Clay, I can't do this. And then he goes... Get the F out. <laughs> yeah, she goes, leave, and Clay goes, what's wrong? And she's just leave. So what does Clay do? He respects her boundaries and, and leaves. leaves. Even though in her head... Hannah's in her head, like, she's I like, wish. why didn't you stay? She's like, I wish you stayed. Listen, we all have that moment yeah. where we kind of want people to read our minds. Uh -huh. 
Clay can't read your mind, Hannah. If you want him to, if you say go, but you want him to stay, he's going to respect your boundaries and go. Yeah. If you just said stay, Clay would have stayed. Because Clay's like, he's genuinely like He's not, like a stand-up guy. Yeah, he's a stand-up guy. He's not bad. He's on like the student council. Yeah. He doesn't do anything well, wrong. Well, someone else is on the student, two other people are student council. And they do things, bad things, but mm-hmm. Clay is, like, he doesn't do anything bad. Like, he kind of, he talks to Hannah a lot and like, he just, he's friendly to her. He's, yeah. He doesn't harass her yeah. or anything. Um, but he, he just respects her boundaries and she leaves and she's like, I wish you stayed, I want you yeah, to stay. Yeah, and that, that's the reason he gets to date because he respected her boundaries. And because afterwards he just doesn't really act on what was happening that night, any of the feelings. And so she feels like he's Wait, protected can, her. Wait, can we talk about how in Clay's head, how he goes back to that night? Yeah. So he goes back to the night, and visibly, <gasps> it's a very different atmosphere. It's a lot brighter. Yeah, they set up with a brighter lighting tone. Yeah. And and so instead of leaving, Clay sits down next to her and says, I'm going to leave, but you had to tell me what's wrong, which is an appropriate thing to say, I, I, I think. I think that, like, listen, would, have that, would that have helped? Yes, but in that moment, Clay did what he was told, and he respected her boundaries, and yeah. he left, because she was clearly upset. But that would have been an appropriate thing to say, but, you know, it's whatever. Um... You can't go back in time, baby. You can't go back in time, but listen, he respected her boundaries at the end of the day, but he goes back in his head and he goes, I, he's like, I'll leave, but you have to tell me what's wrong first. And so she starts spilling her heart out to him. They tell them that they love each other. And then Clay goes on this whole montage in their head when they're, well, like they're dating. Yeah. And then at one point we see there's an engagement ring on Hannah's yeah. finger. <laughs> like, it is just so wild. And then he goes. And then it ends with Hannah being like, why weren't you there for me or something yeah. like that? She's like. Why didn't you stay? Yeah, she's like, why didn't you stay? Like, I, but like Clay, like she's screaming at Tony because Tony's like, Clay, it, your tape wasn't that bad. When Tony up to that point had told him that his tape was the worst. Yeah. yeah. And Clay's like, he's like, I'm gonna jump off this cliff. Yeah. So they're at this like bend in the road, I guess on like a hill or a mountain or something. Mm-hmm. And so he stands like on the edge outside of the rail, like the uh, street railing. And, and he goes, he I'm just, gonna like, jump. Yeah. And he goes, I killed Hannah. He goes, if I stayed that night. All of those bad things wouldn't have happened to her. And Tony's like, no, bro. He's like, we all killed Hannah. Like, that one night wouldn't have saved her. And here's what I want to say to Hannah. Yeah. Because she... Th- beyond cause Hannah Baker. She she has this... It seems that she has this idea that if she dated Clay, that it wouldn't life wouldn't have been that bad. Girl, you don't date someone when you're mentally ill. Get a therapist, not a boyfriend. So, I, I think this is a lot of, like, not just a trope, but things that happen in real life is yeah. that people date... Instead of going to therapy, they mm-hmm. think that's gonna. Uh, I want. I almost say the word fix. I think they think relationships will help them when, in the end, it's more damaging because yeah. they can't even help. They they can't even regulate their own emotions and com- like let alone communicate with someone else's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think she had this idea, and so does Clay, that if they dated, that it would have fixed Hannah's life, and it romanticizes that, which is ugh, this is not, not the only thing that the show romanticizes. Um, I guess could we talk about? I forgot to say this, but can we, like, talk about, like, Skylar for, like, a second? Oh, my God, Skylar! Full name Skylar goes by Sky. is just, like, a person that, like, Clay used to be friends with but isn't. So, in this same episode, they're at Monet's, which is a cafe in their town, where uh, Skylar does, like, the tarot readings, which is just, like, fortune-telling for (laughs) Clay. Well, no, she's, like, a barista, but then she pulls out her tarot Well, no, like, she's doing fortune-telling for him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So she's doing fortune telling for Clay. for Clay, and like it's all it, it's just very reminiscent of like uh of Hannah, and he's like, why are you telling me about Hannah? She's like, the cards don't lie, and they don't. it goes into uh, content warning, uh, goes into 
Clay holding holding her arm and pulling her sleeve down to see slash marks on her wrist for like, just like self harm, self harm, self harm scars. And she's like, "Yeah, you're no different than Hannah because Hannah killed herself through like cutting and stuff." And she she pulls out the line of the Ooh. series, saying, "This is what you do instead of killing yourself. Suicide is for the weak." She literally says, "Suicide is for the weak," which is another awful character. It is not. Correct. So, you know, that was Clay's tape. <laughs> uh, I think we'll go into Alex, which I think we could sum up Alex pretty quickly in yeah. the fact that so, he wanted to look cool. In so, front of Bryce. In front of Bryce, who, who's the worst character. Um, he wanted to look cool for all like these jock dudes that he was hanging out with, so he yeah. made a best and worst. Um, I'm just going to say but, because I don't know if I could say. No, you cannot. No. Okay. Made a and best and worst butt and guess what best butt was hannah worst butt was his own girlfriend why is best butt cons- like why did she want to kill herself over having the best because because ev- of that list everyone started sexually harassing very her. true yeah. it's still that's a compliment own it <laughs> yeah but if people start grabbing your butt very true <laughs> but like i like yeah alex was kind of like the the dynamite yeah like, well, well, I feel like well, Justin, few... Justin is the dynamite. Alex was the what few... lit it off. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it wasn't... Alex just made the list. It wasn't that bad. Like, he didn't do anything else to her. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's about it. And he was a former friend of hers. And it's yeah. not like he even sexually harassed her himself. He, he, ju- he just made the list. Yeah. yeah. It was everyone else's reaction to the list. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why he has a tape. Now right. it's Zach. Zach is another jock boy. And Not as worse as some other jock boys, no, but Zach... he is so far the best jock boy. And so they do this thing around Valentine's Day where they have, like, these baggies, and they, like, compliment bags. And so every time Hannah goes to look in her compliment bag, there's nothing there. Except for, like, this one cat. No, that was, that was um, Clay was drawing those and putting them in her bag. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, all those notes are going away, because she used to have a couple of notes. Yeah, yeah, And then right. she she sees that Zach is taking them. Yes. Because Zach is kind of insecure for whatever reason. It's, I don't think it's really ever explained why he's... Yeah, no. no, they don't do a great thing at explaining things. So it just turns out that Zach is kind of insecure, so he's taking Hannah's compliments to make himself feel better. And then she writes him a note saying why those notes like, are important to her. Like she sticks it in her own... Her, her own bag, so he'll take it. Yeah. And then he reads it. She thinks that he threw it on the... Like, he read it and threw it on the ground because she poured her heart out into this yeah. letter. And then Clay Clay confronts Zach, and he's like, you threw out the letter. He goes, no, I still have it. And he pulls it out. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, Hera's, uh, sorry, Hannah is like an unreliable narrator where some things that happen happen, but some things don't, don't, yeah. because Zach clearly didn't throw out the note. He shows it to Clay and that he still has it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Zach, he just took her notes that made her feel better. And which... he was arguably, when we get to someone down the line, Marcus. Yeah. He, after the thing when Marcus happens, Zach stops for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So let's go into. We'll Co- get to Marcus. Courtney is next. Courtney. Courtney. Not Cognac though. Well, no, she was Cognac. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Courtney befriends Hannah. Courtney's gay, but is in the closet. But, but here's dad, the kicker. Yeah. She got two gay dads. <laughs> She adopted. <laughs> like, hey, like we're all queer people in this room. We know how hard it is to like come, come out on. and all that. But... but it's like you got two gay dads. Why are you so afraid? Um, like no one cares. Like so, <laughs> Courtney 
and Hannah are doing a pro. Oh, I remember they're trying to catch. So uh, Hannah has a stalker. Someone later on the yes. list. Hannah has a stalker, so they're trying to catch a stalker in the act. So they get a little drunk because Hannah busted into her parents' her, liquor cabinet. I guess. And they get drunk and they start kissing and then hannah stalker takes a pi- takes the picture of them kissing and releases it mm-hmm. and so courtney's like oh my god i can't let people find out that i'm gay and then starts to pin that hannah's gay yeah, yeah. hannah came out to her and like all this yeah and so stuff. N- was it the worst thing no but yeah that's kind of bad it's kind of messed up yeah she was like she's like she was telling people that hannah was gay she's like i'm not gay hannah's gay mm-hmm. yeah um, which was, it was kind of like gay derogatory. And even towards the end of the show, she very plainly, whenever she gets the note slid, the picture slid to her during the depositions, she like refuses to say it was her. It's because yeah. her dad was in the room though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bit. So we're going to go on a quick break and yes, then yes. we're going to come back and we're going to finish off the list. So we'll be right back. We're back with Midge and Sam and Sean and Josie, but I'm not going to turn on her mic yet. We're back. And we're talking we're about, uh, the 30 Reasons Why. why. And if you're Joyce, just joining us on the radio, um, trigger warnings for so many things. <laughs> for, uh, for almost everything. Sexual assault, uh, a, lot, a lot of it's going to be the sexual assault and stalking right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And self-harm. And we're going to mention suicide. Yeah. gun violence at the end. Yeah. Um, uh, any hooster, the next person who is, is most deserving Tyler? is Tyler. So Tyler is... The school photographer. Yes. He he does yearbook stuff, all that kind of stuff, newspaper, that stuff. Which is weird, because usually I think they have more than one of those uh, <laughs> photographers. They have a whole, like, dark room in the school. My, like, my school had a dark room. We, I don't know if we did. Did we? I don't remember if we anyway. did. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we do have one here at MSU. Uh, I know that much. Tyler... Uh, finds kind of a muse in Hannah. Yeah. And starts stalking her and taking pictures of her. Yeah. And Especially in her bedroom. Yeah. And so she obviously feels kind of sexually harassed because of that. Yeah. And then she re- he releases the photo of her and Courtney. Courtney kissing. And that's what all Tyler did was that he kind of just stalked her. He's been gross. He was just gross and stalking her yeah. and, and taking pictures and of her. And then afterwards, people... Like, essentially, whenever they... Yeah, anyone who listened to the tape... They threw a rock at his they, window? They kept throwing rocks at his windows, which because, I mean... Because uh, uh, Hannah essentially put him up to it. Yeah, wasn't she the first one who threw the rock? Yeah. Well, then she's, like... She was basically telling people to, like, do do it and just, like, kind of, like, get back at them. But I also think that just, like, random other students did it, too. I think he was just severely bullied as well, which makes sense for what he attempts to do later uh yeah. next is ryan so ryan. ryan is a gay kid he's gay he, yes. who runs a zine at yes. their school and he uh he's also a part of a poetry group that hannah goes yeah to. he's part of a poetry group and he hannah goes to this poetry group because she thinks it'll, she'll find someone yeah like, well, she she'll like, find an outlet she meets like this librarian at like a career fair and, and she's like so rude to him because he's a librarian. And then she's like, "Isn't that like a dying art form? Like a dying job? Like journal? Like uh, like uh, do journalism? Like, do like, journalists still exist? Yeah, she's like, do journalists even exist? So he tells her to come to this poetry club because she figures she'll get an outlet through it. Uh, she goes, and no one there is her age except Ryan. She yes. doesn't like Ryan. She thinks he's kind of shallow. But yeah. she likes yeah, yeah. Ryan's writing, so she she essentially asks Ryan for like pointers and stuff for poetry. Yeah. So she writes this poet. She writes this poem. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Sean, do you want to <laughs> say the first like, line? Uh, the first line is, is, "I'm wearing lacy black underwear today," which like is a joke that I've been saying for the last like <laughs> last few days or like anything that happens. I'm like, today I'm wearing lacy black back underwear. underwear, and like it's just like the super personal poem that she wanted to be said in that room and only that room. But uh, Ryan decided to take this poem and publish it in the school zine, which like by the way, I used to do the. I used to be a part of a zine type group on Montclair's campus. And like that has to go through like so much like approval and stuff. There it is no like, way that something that was said like a few days before would get like automatic approval it seems and like, like be he's like the spread. Only one running it though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and so like But he, like for a school setting and yeah. a little unrealistic. He, he steals like he literally rips the poem out of her thing. Yeah. Publishes it and the whole and no way this whole school would care about this poem. No, no one no. would care about it. But There's like, no way that this whole school knows who Hannah Baker is. Mm-hmm. Dude, everyone in this school is so obsessed about this poem. Even teachers cl- are reading it. Teachers are reading it in class, and for like a whole like an analysis thing. And may I say that Ryan pulls the most stuck-up gay man move I've oh, ever seen. And when yeah. she confronts him about it, he goes, "You'll thank me one day." Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> She did not. And no, she killed herself. Yeah. Uh, and like he, whenever he, when he's confronted about it later, he's like, it was anonymous. It was put in my locker. Yeah. Then he gets, then he gets mad that uh, Mr. Boer, the school counselor, is like, we can't run the zine anymore. And then like when Clay shows it to Hannah's mom, uh, he like she like recognizes her, Hannah's handwriting immediately. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Ryan just publishes her po- like I think that is. I think uh, so far on so many different levels. Yeah, he's Several. definitely deserving of a tape. Next is Mr. Porter, who is tape number thirteen. Who is the full oh my guidance God. counselor? There is I guess. so much that we have to say about this. T- <laughs> so, from the beginning, we get Porter, and like he's not in every episode, but he's very yeah. consistently in like episodes. Mm-hmm. So he's the school guidance counselor. But this man, I don't think he's got a psychology degree. I don't think he's got like. A degree. Of, a I don't think he's really degree. qualified for the position either. I feel like at most he probably has like a psych degree, and mm-hmm. that's about it. Yeah, I think but he has like a business not, administration not like, degree because yeah, it is just so bad because he's just he he's so believing of anyone who is more on the tapes, mm-hmm. and is really deserving to be on those tapes. Um, but I just like let's just talk about like the the thirteenth tape where sure. Hannah, it is something severe happens to Hannah, she gets assaulted. Yeah. Yes. So she goes into his room. Well, she, she's crying she, her eyes out too. She, so she she writes the ta- she writes why she made all like she's making a list of like all she the people. She has twelve of the thirteen right now. Yeah, and so she goes. She goes to Mr. Porter. She goes to Mr. Porter because she thinks that maybe she could turn her life around. And also, she's got like the ta- the recorder with her in the yeah. bag. So, so she records her conversation. So she's recording the conversation, and he's like crying. She's crying her eyes out. She goes, "I want life to stop. I want it to slow down." And then his phone keeps vibrating. <laughs> his phone keeps going up. He's at work. He's in He's in an appointment with, essentially an appointment with a student. Why is your phone not on duty? Yeah. His phone is constantly going off and she's like crying. And she basically, so she says he got, she got assaulted. And he goes, well, what do you want to do about it? She's like, I don't know. He goes, well, if you're not going to report it, he basically says to get over it. He does yeah. say, he does ask her for the name. And she says that, I don't remember what exactly she says, but. Well, I think she said he goes to the school, but she doesn't want to say. And, and he's a senior. And then he goes, okay, then he's graduating in a couple of months. Yeah. And then he's like, if you don't want to press charges, there's only, like, really one thing to do. And she's like, what? He's like, move, move on. on. So she runs out of, like, she runs out of office, and that night is the night that she does uh, yeah, kill like, herself. And, kill like, herself. She, she's like, I can't do this anymore. And then, like, watch that. Like, she kind of, like, hopes that it's just, like, the movie moment where he chases her out, but she... 
she's just like standing there for like a minute and like he's not even like legitimately that day was her trying to give herself like a second chance she's like a second reason for life i think she's yeah yeah and she doesn't get it uh so now we're in our top three yes Yes. number three tape number one and tape number nine nine justin justin foley Justin turns out to be one of my favorite characters in the world. Yeah, at the end, like the we end. all we all were like on the verge of tears yeah. watching that last episode because of something happens. What's so that? Justin is tape number one because he goes on. Hannah goes likes on a, him, goes on a date with Hannah, and he takes a panty shot. So what happens is her friend who then moves away after she and Justin meets after Hannah, I guess, they goes were, to school. Her moves, friend dated Justin too. Yeah, and she sets them up, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so they're on a date in a playground at night. Yeah. And she he was his her first kiss and her first date. And so Hannah slides down like, you know, the kitty slide. And so her skirt goes up. And he takes a picture. And then he shows that picture. N- was that great? Absolutely no. not. That was really gross of him to do that. Yes. He shows it to Bryce. Who is our number one, by the way. Bryce then shares the picture with the entire school. Which I don't know how the heck that happened. He's popular. It's called it's called airdrop. Out there. Uh. Um and he shows the picture to the entire school, which kind of starts off the Hannah sexual harassment thing. Yes. With, yeah. w- along with the list. Yeah. But also the first episode has one of my favorite lines in the uh. show. Yes. <laughs> where so um he he's flirting with her. like he he's he's in his car and he goes, How about I drive you home? She goes, No. My chair. My chair awaits. She skips to the bus, goes on the bus. Obviously, Justin kind of wanting her goes goes on the bus as well. They talk. Hannah gets off said bus, and the bus moves with him on it. And he's like, "Where where am I going? I don't take the bus." She's like, "I don't know. I don't take the bus either." That's enough for me not to go on the date. If I was Justin, I would not talk to this girl and ever he again. Thinks, and he thinks that makes her hotter. <laughs> no man would ever think that. That's just like I'm crazy. Okay, that that's yeah. more like the fun kind of like okay, like not okay part of Justin. Here is the more serious like oh damn, oh dang part of Justin. <laughs> so at Jess's party that we mentioned before, yes, mm-hmm. Jess and Justin are already dating at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jess and Justin are both drunk and they are making out. Justin kind of wants to have sex with her, yeah. Jess, but Jess kind of is like, no, I'm too drunk for this, and he's like, okay, whatever, I'll, I'm gonna go get you water. He leaves her unconscious. He leaves her unconscious in the room and, and goes out. And Hannah is also in a closet in said room. But yeah, they because don't know this. because after this was right after the whole clay thing. But and she heard them come in as she was leaving, so she just hops in his closet. Mm-hmm. Sorry, her closet. So Justin leaves, and as he's leaving, he runs into Bryce outside. Yes. And Bryce is like, "Oh, did you do it with her?" And he's like, "No, nah, she's really drunk. I'm just gonna go get her." He water. also says this important line: "What's mine is yours, isn't it?" Oh, yeah. So Justin goes downstairs to go get water. Bryce goes in the room and starts, like, feeling up Jess. And then Justin comes in. And obviously has a problem with it. Yeah. Obviously. He tries ripping Bryce off of of, of Jess. Bryce just pushes him out of the door and locks it and then proceeds to assault Jess while she's drunk and passed out. Uh-huh. Justin doesn't do anything, though. Well, he tries to get the door open and then he doesn't do anything. He didn't do enough, though. If I was Justin Foley... Yes. I would be getting that whole party, because there's a lot of people at the party. I would be getting that whole party to break that door down. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But I'm not justifying Justin's actions. No. But Justin says to Jess, he goes, Bryce did a lot for me. He bought like he bought me gear, and he like gave me a place to stay. 
I felt like I couldn't do anything against him because I I felt like I owed him so much. Because I'm not yeah. excusing Justin's no, actions no, at no, all. No. But that was his reasoning. Yeah. Because Justin has grown up in a very poor home yeah, life. Drug drug addict mother, uh, mother's boyfriend. Revolving. Continued the, continue the addiction, revolving door boyfriends. Oh, yeah. Onwards, onwards, onwards. Like, he, he was constantly abused at home. He, so a lot of times he would crash at after Bryce's house. season, he was homeless for, for a portion of time. Yeah, and he crashed at Bryce's house. And eventually, Justin does tell Bryce. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, can I tell the, the when we were watching it and I, yeah. t- I called word for word what he was going to say? <gasps> right. Yes, please. So I think this is in I think this the, is the, it's right the I think this is the last episode. So it's five. right outside of uh, Monet's after Jess is talking with Clay because Clay said he's, yes. like, I, he's like, I'll help you press charges because I have Bryce's confession. Yeah, right, right, right. And then she goes, I don't know if I could do this right now. So she leaves and Justin's outside. She goes, Justin, what do you want? And he's like, and he's apologizing. I'm like calling these lines word for word. Mm-hmm. But I just remember he's like, I'll do, I'm, I go, I'll do anything for you. I'll do anything for you, Jess. And I was like, and what he says, he's like, I'll help press charges. And then there's a long pause. And he go, I'm like, I'll kill Bryce. And he goes, I'll kill Bryce. I was like, ah! We went insane. Oh, my God. I was shocked that we didn't get a noise completely that day. But I was like, I called it. I knew he was going to be like, I'll kill Bryce. Because yeah. I, that's. I, I kind like, of get like the paralyzed by fear kind of concept, too. But it's also just like. I would have do like, do something do it. something dude but like i i i feel i genuinely feel bad for justin because by the end of the series justin has really kind of redeemed himself mm-hmm. from the dude who took a panty shot of hannah yeah to someone who redeemed himself but we'll just go very but, uh, quickly go through the pe- next two so we can get to that okay so next so, is marcus marcus that's quick uh, marcus goes on a date with it's hannah a dollar valentine they, yeah. they get paired up so Marcus says, I'm really interested in going on a date with you. He's not only an hour late to their date. But he brings other guys. He brings the whole football team. He brings the whole football team. They're sitting in the back. He then proceeds to try to grope Hannah until, like, he's like, I thought you were easier. Yeah. She pushes him off, and he's like, bro, what the hell? He's like, and he he calls her, like, you know, derogatory name, and then leaves while all the football people are laughing at her. But Zach. But Zach. Zach comes over, and I think he, he kind of... No, Zach actually sits at the table yes, with her, yes. and he tries to make her feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Which, what Zach, Zach kind of, like... We don't know when this is in the timeline. We don't know if... But, like... Well, but, it is the Valentine's. We don't know exactly. Later, like, Zach is kind of a jerk to her because he calls her out in front of the whole, like, thing because he's trying to look big. Yeah. But Zach, I genuinely think, is kind of, like, one of the better guys on this tape. Yes. Yeah. Now it is time for the worst man ever. Yes. Bryce. Bryce. So, Bryce Walker. What, what didn't Bryce do? Bryce, one, groped Hannah in a convenience store. Yes. Bryce assaulted Jessica. Yes. Bryce assaulted Hannah. Hannah. Which is the matters of his last tape. He yeah. ass- he physically assaulted Clay. He, he, he essentially beats him up. Yeah. Um... He, um, he, what's the word I'm looking he, for? He doesn't care about anything that he did. He feels like he did nothing wrong in any of those situations. He feels that everyone in that school would want to be assaulted by him. Oh, yeah, I, I love the line that he says. And I say love with very venomous words. Uh-huh. When he, go, when, when Clay goes, she, she didn't say yes. And he goes, she didn't no. She no either. He goes, well, like she didn't say no either. And he goes, if every girl, you know, if every girl... Like was like Hannah, then all those girls want to be raped, something along the lines of that. And I'm like, Bryce is such a disgusting character, and the whole time in the hot tub scene yeah. is so uncomfortable. We just all, all had to look away. Like it was just, it's so uncomfortable because first he's like, and you can only hear, really hear like the water. Well, no, fir- well, too. first he's like touching her, and then yeah. she tries to get out of the hot tub. He grabs her, 
pins her down. Yeah. She's also, she's not, she's not, like, five foot nothing, like, skin on bones, but, like, she's not, like, a football player like Bryce is. Yeah, like, he, he easily overpowers her, pushes her down, and then you just kind of see her dissociate, and you just hear, like, the slapping of skin and, like, the moving of water, and it's just a, such an uncomfortable, disgusting scene. It goes on for, like, a, I swear a minute. And yeah. after that, when she goes home, she takes off her shirt, and you see the bruises Oh, yeah, you see, body. like, the bruises of him just, like, having to, having pushed her down. It was, like... Like, her, his fingertips first into her skin. a disgusting scene. One of, one of the many scenes in the show that got a lot of criticism, and also, Netflix did take out the, the, suicide. the actual suicide scene. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot how graphic that was. I watched that when it came out, just and I didn't flinch. Now I was like, I was when I was we were watching, I'm like, I'm gonna pass out. Yeah, because anything with blood is really like. And it is when I say graphic, it is graphic with a capital G. <laughs> the cardinal rule of film and movies that you never show graphic suicide, and Thirteen Reasons Why broke that. Yeah, you see her cut deep with a razor blade into oh. her arms. I'm like gonna throw up talking about okay. it. Not talking. Well, it's anyway. so gross. Yeah. So anyway, we're gonna skip. <laughs> we skip three. We skip the th- two and a half seasons. Oh. We missed eight. What? Get out of the room. Sorry. Are you watching it? Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um. So we miss a entire trial against the school. We miss a Bryce redemption arc. Why would we? Miss why would we? Why would we? Bryce, Bryce gets murdered. May, may, may I say? I am so mad that Justin and Jessica were not the ones to kill oh, yeah. Bryce. Jess was there. Jess okay, was there, just, but it was Alex. Fi- just like five th- second thing, Zach, be- Zach beats Bryce up and he falls to the ground. It's in the middle of winter. Jess and Alex find him. Jess says, like, goodbye, essentially. Like, we're not going to help you. And then Alex pushes out in the water and Bryce drowns. I read, That's how Bryce it, I read the Wikipedia. So apparently Bryce breaks Zach's arm at a football game and then Zach breaks his arm and both of his legs. Yes. And then Alex pushes him into the water. It should have been Justin. That's should've all I'm Justin. saying. Anyway, the last episode. <laughs> okay. So the episode prior to that is the prom episode. Yes. Where? It, it's a very sweet episode. It where, is. Uh, where Z- uh, Justin comes to prom and dance with Jessica, but something's a little off and it, with but Justin. But it's so wholesome because it's so wholesome. They say that they love each other. It's Aww. like it's beautiful, but you see like something towards the end, like and Justin Justin's not looking too good. Like he falls to the ground early in the season. He's getting like flu type symptoms. Then he passes and out. At then he passes out. I think. Yeah. The start of the episode is they're like wheeling him to the hospital. Yeah. Five minutes in to the hospital, you would not believe what Alec, what Justin, <laughs> what Justin, Justin fully is. gets diagnosed with HIV and then AIDS. Out of nowhere. Well, he was a drug user. He was a drug user. He shot up heroin he between up his toes. Heroin between his toes, so you couldn't see track marks. And then he also did sex, sex work. work. And Which he also did. We're, we're not saying it's never said if it was gay sex work. We here are saying it's gay sex work. <laughs> this man is a bicon. <laughs> bicon who did sex work to get drug money. Um, we but, do not endorse these actions. But it is <laughs> just, it, it is just heart wrenching. No, the scene that got me was it just got in the bed. Was oh, Justin's look. He looks like a walker, bro. <laughs> like he's yeah. looking so bad, and he pats like Jess is in the doorway, and he pats the bed, and she runs over to him and like curls up with him in bed. She curls up with him and they're both like she's like crying and she's like you're the one who taught me how to love and then uh, it like here's why Justin's one of my favorite characters because Justin started off from a bad guy get gets redeemed and then is just screwed over in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like he oh, dies. Justin deserves some sort of punishment for what he did. But not AIDS. <laughs> like yeah. 
he essentially, at what I can tell, after his homelessness, he turns himself around. Clay's family adopts, adopts him. him. He and Clay really bond. From what oh, yeah, and, like, they become, like, be, like brothers. brothers. Yeah. And, like, the last... So we... I don't know. Oh, wait. So after he gets... Like, they're gonna take him off the ventilator. Yeah. Clay goes to the police... The local police station. Whoa. And he goes, I have a gun. And they're like, what? And he goes, I have a gun! He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. He, he just, does like... Not. He just wants that attention, essentially. It's just, like, Clay, I don't know. Like, it really feels like you're watching, like, two different shows. Like, the last episode yeah. of season one and the last episode of season four. So, but, um, so, Justin needs a ventilator to breathe. They basically say, like, hey, like, this isn't, like, quality of life. We're going to take him off so he can just, like, peacefully die. Because that's, he like, does. in his will he, that he signed. Yeah. 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 Well, exactly. well his, his parents signed a DNR. Yeah, and so... The, uh, Justin dies, and, and for some reason, there's another hour of the show. We skipped oh, it. We don't know what happens that uh, hour, think... but the last ten minutes is graduation. Yeah. Um, and Clay is like talking to Justin's ghost, and like Justin's reading his uh, sorry, college Clay's letter. reading Justin's college letter, and it was Justin saying that how Clay helped him turn his life around, which I was mm. like, Ugh. but the best part of that last episode is they're is burying one... they're burying the no tapes. one. Hannah shows up. Hannah had not shown up in, like, a good two seasons at that point. <laughs> yeah, Hannah shows up as a ghost, but, like, kind of disappears. She looks like she's, like, f- like video-imposed. Yeah. Yeah. And then... They bury the they tapes. They bury the tapes. And so as they're burying the tapes, guess whose ghost shows up? Bryce, Bryce Walker's. Walker. And he's like, it's my day, too. And Jessica goes, no, it's not. No. I'm like, yes, shut him down. You never even got to listen to the tapes. Yeah. Um. So... So they bury the tapes, and then uh, Tony is driving Clay to college. Yes. No, they're no, they're driving to go check out Tony's college. Oh, and that's the end of the show. Yeah, that's the end of our show. <laughs> it is. We have four minutes left. So thank you for listening. If you missed this episode and want to listen to it again or any of our previous episodes, check us out on Google Podcasts and Spotify at Fandom Fair. F A N D O M F A R E. Midgeroni, the socials. We have a Twitter and a TikTok, which is the same as our Google Podcast and our Spotify, Fandom Fair, F A N D O M F A R E. Our Instagram is fandom underscore fair, so just take an underscore, put it between the M and the second F. And you can follow us on Instagram and uh, Twitter if you want to find out when we're going live and when we're posting uh, our, essentially our, um, our, uh, our older episodes. Up yeah, on, like our, our backlog and uh. TikTok is where we post like little highlight thingies what i think are the best ones so thank you for listening uh brush your teeth clean your sheets uh take a shower uh take a shower you're a little stinky drink water jody have a funny little outro put your sheets on your bed yeah yeah put your sheets sheets on on your bed bed. uh sean touch some grass i did it you you put your sheets back on your bed yes how about you make your bed all right anyway uh thank you for listening have a beautiful day and we love you Goodbye. Bye-bye.